Hey y'all, this is a brief, 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 brief podcast episode. I really just watched the Red Table Talk with Lauren London speaking about, you know, her loss when she lost her lifetime partner, Nipsey Hussle. And I really just want to really talk about that. And I also really want to talk about why black women lives matter. So, we're just going to jump into that chit-chat. Personal disclaimer, it may make you cry. It may make you angry. It may make you happy. It may make you laugh. Just go through those emotions because you have to heal from them. So, we're about to jump into this topic. Hey, 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 hey. It's your girl, Empress K. And you're tuned in to When the Emperor Speaks. Like I already said, this episode really was inspired by the Red Table Talk with Jada Pickett-Smith, with having Lauren London on the show. If you do not know anything about me, I am about to let you know. I am a huge Lauren London fan. When she lost Nipsey Hussle, it really woke me up. And I can honestly say Nipsey death really woke me up. I'm not saying that for a clout. If you really know me, you knew I changed once Nipsey passed. I started following the spiritual path more in depth. But I will be honest, I did not know who Nipsey was. I just knew him as Lauren London's boyfriend. I am a huge Lauren London fan. I've been loving Lauren London since ATL. That is my girl. I love her. When she lost Nipsey Hussle, my heart still goes out to Lauren. It's just, it still goes out to her. I also want to explain why black women lives matter because I feel like sometimes we are left in the shadow and I want to speak about us. So, if you have not followed me on all my social media, please take the time and follow me on all my social medias. If you have not liked, comment, subscribe, rate my podcast, please do so. I am looking. I am listening. I I enjoy hearing from you guys. So, let's grab our tea. Let's grab our seat. Let's grab whatever we need because the show is about to start, baby. So, yeah, I was watching the Red Table Talk, I hope I'm saying that title right, by Jada Pickett-Smith, and she had Lauren London as a guest on her show. First, I just want to say I'm a huge Lauren London fan. I cannot stress it. I love Lauren London. I love her spirit. I love her vibe. I like I love who she, I like what she represents as a, as a person. I did not know Nipsey Hussle directly. I did not listen to his music directly. But my boyfriend did listen to Nipsey Hussle, so I did hear Nipsey, and I did not know who Nipsey was, but I did know that he w- he dated Lauren London. I did see his radio interviews, and I loved how he talked. I especially loved his karma talk. He had to talk about how karma and how you should spit good out into the universe. I still have that video in my phone. I think the first time I got an iPhone or it was around the time I had my iPhone and I saw his video, I kept that video in my phone. I never took it out. I I kept it in there because I knew 
that was a sign for me. And I needed to hear that, you know, to keep myself going and to keep spitting out good in the world, regardless of what other people was doing. So that talk with Nipsey about karma and spitting good out in the universe really, <clears throat> excuse me, and really got me to really listening to him more, his music, his radio interviews, and then he passed away. And his death really, it really did take a toll on me because I really understood everything that Nipsey was saying. He really was changing the world, and I really did look up to him. And I really did look up to, I still look up to Lauren. I really love how she is. So when she was talking about, you know, gun violence and stuff, I really respect that, and I really honor her time of watching it. I didn't even finish watching it because I wanted to make this podcast because I've been wanting to talk about it for a long time, and I just felt like seeing that come up on my news feed, it was just time to talk about it. But hearing Lauren London actually step out and talk about her grief with Nipsey Hussle, she's a very strong, she's a very strong empress or high apprentice. I want to give her that type of title. I would love, if there was any celebrity in the world, I would love to meet her, talk to her, hang out with her, for her to motivate and inspire me, all of that. She is, she, she's a very, beyond her look, she's beautiful. Everyone knows that, everyone knows that but her mind is beautiful. And I, I watched all their videos together and... They really, they really was a power couple in my eyes. It wasn't for show. It wasn't for anything. They were really in love with each other. And in my eyes, they were the true example of an emperor and an empress relationship, period. But when you lose someone to gun violence, or when you just, when someone that you truly love is murdered and i'm not talking about like your son i'm not talking about your daughter yes that hurts but when your spouse your soulmate is taken from you it it does kind of feel kind of empty sometimes and the grief process is 10 times worse because you can never have that conversation with them again you can never touch them you can you can never find someone that's going to touch you the way that they touched you because you found your person and your person was taken away from you so just hearing lauren london talk about that it just y'all it really touched me and i will forever say r.i.p to nipsey hustle because if honestly if it wasn't for listening to his interviews and talking about the things that you should spit out in the universe and how you should be as a person and what you should accept and what you should focus on. Honestly, it wouldn't have woke me up to want better for myself. And I can honestly say that from for, for a young black woman, his talks really woke me up to want better for myself. Because sometimes when you come from not knowing and someone is teaching you, the no, the stuff that you didn't know is like wow. He unlocked the door for new meaning, new beginnings because I didn't know some of the stuff that Nipsey was talking about. I, I didn't never, I never looked into it because I didn't come from a neighborhood where that was talked about. I never came, I never 
came from a a, uni, a a universe. I never came from a neighborhood. And if I said universe before, I'm sorry. If I, I never came from a neighborhood that would help, that black people was helping other black people. And I'm going to say that because I came from a neighborhood where sometimes you can see a black person trying to tear another black person down. And to see Nipsey come and say, hey, we need to stop tearing each other down and bring it together. I really looked up to that. And when he was taken away, it was just like, I kind of felt like as soon as I was being awakened by him and he was teaching things that I needed to hear and things that I needed to know and things that I needed to do to make myself better, he was taken away. And it was just like a great person was taken from us a little bit too early. But I didn't want to be selfish because a great person was taken from Lauren. A great, a great dad was taken away from Cross. I didn't want to be selfish by that, but I really was hurt when Nipsey passed. Like, when my boyfriend texted me, we had just watched the GQ interview, and we were laughing because we somewhat saw similarities between Nipsey and Lauren in our relationship. And he texted me the next day, and he was like, you know, Nipsey passed. And I was hurt. I really got up, and normally, I'm going to be honest, normally when celebrities pass away i don't really shed a tear you know i say r.i.p and that was it but when nipsey passed i want to say i honestly did share a couple tears shed a couple of tears because it was like he really he was something different and that's something different that he was i feel like sometimes that was the difference that we need in the world so hearing that red partially hearing some of that red talk Red talk, red table talk with Jada Pickett Smith and Lauren London, and hearing her her talk and seeing her strength and just seeing her wisdom, my heart still goes out to Lauren. But it's like I know Lauren is strong, and I know Lauren wants us to be strong, and she's still helping other women who lost their soulmate behind violence behind unnecessary stuff and it's just it was great it was great just to it was great just to see lauren be so powerful at that moment at that moment i don't want someone to say she's always powerful y'all know how y'all run your mouth but at that moment just seeing that beautiful black woman be so powerful and speak so well and just not to be you know crazy really taking what nipsey was doing and running with it and making sure it didn't die because a lot of people when you lose your soulmate you kind of put their projects to the side while you grieve and sometimes you forget about picking it back up i can honestly say in my eyes she may have put it down for a little bit so she can grieve, but she picked it back up and she made sure Nipsey Vision was put out in the world. And that's beautiful. And I, I really appreciate it because she's given us pieces of Nipsey that he was building while he was here. And even though he was taken away, she made sure that his vision wasn't taken away. And that's all I want to say about Lauren. She has always been a person that I have always followed. I have always, you know, looked up to. 
I love Lauren. I love her personality. I have always loved her personality. I love those dimples. I love her laugh. I just, I love her vibes. I feel like she's a very positive woman. And she's going to forever be that. Uh, a powerful woman. Regardless if y'all don't see her on TV or whatever y'all be saying kind of crazy about her. It doesn't matter. I feel like Lauren has always been a powerful person. Um, A very strong woman and a very determined woman her career was strong and determined she worked hard for it she hustled hard for that and i just i don't know that red table talk was beautiful lauren i really appreciate it i really appreciate you coming forward and talking about your opinions on gun violence and that is all i want to say about lauren i'm going to move on into my next topic I did take a little small break to finish the little ending parts of, you know, the Red Table Talk with Lauren London. Um, If you have not seen it, you should watch it. It's a great, it's a great, great, great interview to watch. You can see Lauren for who she really is. And I know a lot of people see her as quiet and you can see her. And how what the things that she has been doing, and it's beautiful what I can honestly say what Lauren has been doing is beautiful in the black community. It's just beautiful in the community, period. But let us talk about what I really want to talk about. You know, as I scroll on social media, I see a lot of people really downplaying black women. As if we are not the backbones as well of this country as anybody else in this country. We are too. And I want to give some people who don't have, you know, a little bit of a history of them or just want to forget about the history, you know. Black women, we matter. I don't know who told y'all we didn't, but we do. We do matter. We're going to always matter. We did things for this country that some people wouldn't even do. And I y'all like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Everyone, every racist person, I, I was going to say everyone, but I changed what I said. Every racist person has something to say about, you know, taking a, uh, sending us back to Africa. Like, excuse me, first of all, not all of us is from Africa. You guys went and just took blacks from everywhere. So you really don't know where you took blacks from. You could have took those black people from islands. You took some of them from there. So it's a lot of black people that are from the islands. You took black people from the islands and told them that they're from Africa. Because you couldn't keep track of what, of all the blacks that you took. That's that's for real. It's a lot of people that's from the islands. It's a lot like you took people from their roots and bought them to a place where you can torture them and make them feel useless. And it's like when I see racist people saying, "Oh, send them back to Africa." It's like you didn't want to go back to the Holocaust though, when you didn't have the blonde hair and blue eyes. You didn't like the fact that they were torturing you for that. So, let's not be 
evil and say evil things if you don't want us to say evil things. Or let me focus really on black women. When your ancestors were giving you formula and you was still, you know, the infants and the newborns was passing away while the slave babies were healthy, your ancestors made our ancestors stop breastfeeding their children to breastfeed their future slave owners. The people that was going to beat them, hang them and all of that and force them to have to feed their children the, you know, the future slaves that would be working in the plantation if they have our, you know, that, that, that kind of stuff. Feed them cow's milk and dirty water just because the whites keep the white babies was passing away and the black babies were more healthy so they had to fix that by taking away what kept the babies healthy so soon it was the black babies that was passing away and the white babies was healthy when i read that part of the history it was really disgusting to me because i found a better solution what they could have done Back in the day, they could have told Sally Sue to feed her own baby and put her titty in her baby's mouth. But she didn't want that because she didn't want what came with breastfeeding. She rather send them to a black woman to do it. And that's why black women matter. We fed you guys from our breasts when you didn't want to do it. That's why. Or when you lay up with these black men to piss off your dad or to piss off your mom or to piss off your grandfather or to piss off your grandma. And you have our melanin babies in you. You come to a black woman for help on how to take care of their hair, what they need. Because you don't know how to take care of a black child. But... Us black women that you say don't matter. We were taking care of your kind and our kind. And baby, that's why we matter. We built bonds with your ancestors' babies so good that they, the kids would like the slaves better than their own mother. And the mother would have a problem with it. And let's go back. Their husbands were also like the slaves. Better than they like their wives. And the wives was very envy and jealous. And it, it, it's, it's disgusting hearing uh, another white woman talk down on a black woman. And telling us to go back to Africa. Because hold on baby. If it wasn't for us. You could have been that sickling dead little white baby. Because your mom didn't want to put your mouth, her titty in your mouth. But you don't think of it that way. You was fed by a slave. You was taken care of by a slave. And for you to say black women don't matter, don't matter. We matter. We matter. And you can never discredit us. We fed kids that wasn't ours. And put our kids on a back burner. Had our kids looking at us crazy thinking, oh, you'll do anything for a white person before you'll do for your family. 
we dealt with things, black women deal with things within their household with their own husbands. We have a lot. Black women, we come with a lot. And we're we are powerful. We we are. And it's like to make us seem weak and to make us seem like we're nothing, y'all talk bad about us. But it's the same people that's talking bad about us. You make sure your skin is tanned, but you're saying our skin is wrong. Then why are you tanning your skin? Why don't you want to be pale? What's wrong with being pale? Why do you tan your skin? Why do you need to be dark? Because you know melanin is the true Hebrew. We can birth babies with blue eyes and blonde hair. Can you birth a black baby? You cannot unless you have black in you. It's disgusting. It's really disgusting when it's it's the racist white women I really want to focus on because they are the most evil, envious, jealous women I have ever met when you didn't have no rights just like us. You were told to be a woman and sit in the house to have a baby and that's it. And shut your mouth. And that's what your, 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 your ancestors did. But you didn't even take care of your babies. You were so angry and so bitter that your husband was looking at a black woman and not looking at you the same way. That you would do all kinds of unnecessary stuff to a black woman because you're, you're full of hate. And bitterness. And jealousy. And that's where sickness come in. You sitting here, you hate, you're hating on another woman and saying that we don't matter. And for you black women that's sitting there standing with people and saying, oh my God, yeah, I understand what you're saying about black women, but I'm not like all the black women. No, 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 no. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say you're not like every black woman when they're discredited, when they're discrediting us. I'm sorry, y'all, my words. When they're discrediting us, making us feel bad. You stand. You stand. I don't care if your sister is ghetto. I don't care if your sister out here fighting and being ratchet. You stand up against someone that's talking down about your race and damn sure about your gender. A black woman is that's it. You don't talk crazy. About a black woman. Yeah, we do crazy stuff. We do. But what woman don't? We act crazy when we show when we are hurt. But what woman don't? What you want us to do? Be happy when someone hurt us? What you want us to do? Sit there and, and smile when somebody hurt our feelings? What you want what, what, what do you want from us? What do you expect? When someone's hurt, they show it. Let us show that we're hurt. And that's for anyone that's saying all lives matter. I wish y'all would stop. Saying it about race. It's about race because we already know white lives matter. It's already been respected. It already been valued. But you want to know something? Black women lives, black men lives, Hispanic lives, all of that. It didn't value. It did not matter to you guys. That's why we're saying it for the black women, for the black man, 
for the Hispanic man, for the Hispanic woman, for the Asian woman, for the Asian man, for the island man, for the island women. We're saying it for the minorities. We want to make sure you know we matter because we already knew you matter. Hell, back in the day, we was getting hung because a white woman would lie and say, oh, he touched me. Oh, he looked at me. Because they value your life. Or they will hang our black sisters just because they really envied the fact that their husbands would impregnate them after he impregnated a slave so he can cover up the fact that he had sex with a black woman. And you want to know sometimes, sometimes those women got hung for that. So that's why we stress the fact that our lives matter. Because it's been since this world became America, white lives, white lives matter. It's been like that. And I'm not trying to say it in a mean way, but it's honestly been like that. But it's not that we're not saying your life don't matter. We're not, we're not saying kill all the white people. We're not saying all of that. What we're saying is respect the fact that minorities help this country just like you you ain't do nothing without us you couldn't do nothing without us you need us and you need to value us if you need us stop saying go back to africa bitch because if we go back to africa this country will go down stop saying go back to mexico because bitch if they go back to mexico this country will be teared out stop saying make america great again because it was never great for minorities in order for it to be great for us, we got to see each other as equal. See each other as equal. Treat each other as equal. Stop calling the police every time we in the neighborhood. That'll make it good. Stop calling us niggers because you're a nigger. <laughs> you're ignorant, not me. Get those people out of ICE camp. It's ridiculous. Some of those people are missing out on their family, their kids. It's time to end all of that. It, 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 it's honestly time. It's honestly time to put a stop on everything because this is how I can't think of America being great. And when I hear people saying America great again, how? How? People, people in America are what? Abusing their power. Bad cops are making good cops look bad, regardless. Racist people are making people, civilians or good people, look racist. We don't know who racist and who not. Y'all paint all black people and all Hispanic people and all minorities as criminals and refugees. Immigrants. We don't know nothing. We don't speak English. We dumb. My hair is nappy. And I want to speak about that nappy hair stuff because that, I don't want to really speak. Y'all have a nerve. Y'all have a nerve to call our hair nappy when y'all hair is stringy and it's always so want to get on people feeling like stuff crawling. And we don't say stuff, crazy stuff like that. We don't live up to the, the stereotype. Yet we laugh at the stereotype. But y'all racist and prejudiced people, y'all live up to a stereotype because a white woman could not believe that my brother was allergic to watermelon. My words are... I have a lazy tongue. 
She couldn't believe that a cousin of mine didn't like chicken. See, I don't like stuff like that because if I would say, oh, you can cook. I ain't even know you know how to take care of your kids. I'm a wrong woman for saying that. I'm a bitter bitch for saying that. But you're not a bitter bitch for saying I don't know who my daddy is. I know who my daddy is. I look like my dad. I have met my dad. I have had plenty memories with my dad. Or your mom's not her on crack. No, actually, my mom went to college. My mom was a CEO. My mom was an account. My mom is an accountant. My mom went to school for a lot of things. My mom is smart. If we say stuff like that is wrong, you know, or I mean, well, if they say stuff like that is right, but we say, hey, let me see the bottom of your foot. Why is it so black? Why are you sleeping with your cousin? Like, then we're wrong. Y'all love to play victim. All lives don't matter until black lives, Hispanic lives, Asian lives, island lives. Until we matter. That's what I want to say. Y'all, y'all pray. Now it's like, <clears throat> it was someone that says, oh, she, she like, you know, she like white. I mean, she like uh black penises, but she don't really care for the black community. Because she don't like they mamas. Because she don't like they mamas and they sisters. Because they mamas and they sisters is ghetto. Well, what you doing laying up with somebody that was raised up by a ghetto uh, woman? Because that makes him ghetto. And then it's ridiculous when I hear a black man say, yeah, I don't want to date no black girl because she ghetto. She, uh, she this and she that. Do you not know that sometimes, 75% of the time, that that white girl dating you to piss her family off? How you, how do you feel being the test monkey, literally? How do you feel being used as a little guinea pig just to piss her mama, her daddy, her granny off? How do you feel every time you sit there, you got to defend the black population? You got to talk, you got to sit there and, and give advice on, oh, it's not always like that in the black family. And I'm not trying to sound prejudiced, but it's just as I scroll down my timeline and I see this, it's it's now that, yeah, I, I love the fact that y'all are noticing that y'all need to stop killing our men, but don't ever talk down on black women because we are the backbone of America. We did things that we didn't even want to do for our men for any other men back in the day. Every it sometimes I just want to say sometimes it's so it's so hard to be a black woman in America. You're always labeled. You're always something. You know, you're a hoe, you're a slut, you're stupid. You're ghetto, you're ratchet. And then when they meet someone like I'm just use myself master's degree in forensics psychology everyone says oh you got your master's degree but you you don't want to be a counselor you don't want to be a therapist I do not I got my degree because I wanted to learn I wanted to learn I didn't get no I didn't get my degree to go work for somebody else I got my degree so I can work for myself so I know how to think. So I know how to heal myself. 
I ain't get my degree for y'all. I got it for me. I want to know how to heal my mind, my soul, my spirit, so I can prosper to a better person. And I am. That's that's the thing. But when they hear that a, a black woman is actually smart, it's like, oh, 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 how many kids do you have? I know your kids love you. I don't have kids yet. But my kids going to love me because they're going to love my story when I do have them. How many baby daddies do you have? None, baby. But I see your husband over here looking at me like he want to be my baby daddy. See, I'm that. I, I'm, I'm that. I'm that tired. I'm that tired of y'all. What do you put on your hair? Can I touch your hair? Bitch, no. Because I don't want to touch your hair. Because if I run my hand down your hair, pieces of strings come off on my hand. And it feel like spiders and all. No, so don't touch my hair. It's coarse for a reason. So it's just like, you guys, sometimes just scrolling. Scrolling and seeing this stuff. It bothers me. It really does. Because for you guys to say that black women don't matter, it's basically saying, so our breast milk didn't matter in slavery. So us taking care of your home, that so you wasn't overwhelmed because you had no clue what you were doing because you had a, you had a slave raise you. Helping you in your household. And when you had a mixed baby giving you advice on what put in, what to put in their hair and how to take care of their hair, how to do that, or how to cook a good meal that you didn't know how to cook. You, you, some, some of y'all did come to a black woman to ask for a recipe. So don't say we don't matter because we do. We matter. And I'm going to end that on that. Y'all have a lovely day. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that chit-chat. I hope you guys will come on back and chat with me. I'm your girl, Empress K. And you're tuned in to When the Emperor Speaks. I will say I'm going to try my hardest to drop more content every time that I'm not working. But I can't make any promises, you guys, because sometimes I am super tired and i want to just lay down and go to sleep and just not record because maybe i'm tired of hearing my voice but follow me on all my social medias we can chit it on chat on social media you can give me all types of ideas that you want to hear when you tune in to when the emperor speaks i will try my hardest to find more topics to talk about I will start talking about random stuff. (laughs) So, see y'all next time.